Good evening, world. This is the podcast Asafras, and your host is Laura Cattell. Huh. Okay, so if you're just joining us, we're covering Manifesting Made Easy from Jen Mazur. I was really hopeful when I saw the outside of the book and the foreword by a well known uh, law of attraction, I guess you could call him guru. I think it was Joe Vitale. Um, it had some, you know, I had some really high hopes. Not, and I said this quite often in the last podcast, it's not that the information isn't useful, but this purports to be a step-by-step, like, not journal, but step-by-step guide, and it doesn't really fulfill that role. The last two quote-unquote lessons that we've had have really been misnomers. Plant Your Garden had nothing to do with the lesson as I saw it. And yesterday's, um, what the lesson was supposed to be on expectation, expect it, also a misfire. And I, (laughs) I find it funny because I found it more of a gratitude exercise than an expectation exercise. Funnily enough, the next lesson is called Practice Gratitude. So we'll see what we find tonight. It's uh, hmm. Well, I'll let you just I'll let you see for yourself. We'll get into it. So, but like I said, so it's not bad information. Obviously, you know it's gotten high praise, but it doesn't. Obviously, it makes sense to her, and obviously, it makes sense to enough people to have bought her book and, you know, given praise for the book. But as far as a step-by-step guide to manifesting, the the, the last few lessons have just really fallen short for me. I'm not here to just do the step-by-step or read the book. I'm here to dissect it, to show different pathways to encourage you to think for yourselves and to find different mediums from which you can figure out how to control your manifesting on your own. So I'm not going to hold back. I'll be honest. I believe yesterday's lesson was really more of a gratitude exercise. So it's interesting that the next lesson is called practice gratitude. And I skipped ahead to see what the how to apply it section looks like. And honestly, it sounds carbon copy almost from what yesterday's was. Slightly different, but not enough of a difference to really make a difference. So, I'll let you decide. I'm not gonna get into it much more. We we went over that pretty pretty well yesterday. I mean, we ended up being like a 45-minute podcast. So I think I'll try and keep it short and sweet today. Um, obviously, gratitude being one of the highest vibrations that you can get into, it's not a bad thing to get into gratitude. But it didn't fulfill the expectation that I was expecting from a lesson on generating expectation. Certainly not a powerful enough 
connection as far as I'm concerned. So, without further ado, my uh, shout out to the restaurant industry, all my guys and gals out there in the food industry. Thank you for all you're still doing. Those restaurants out there that have survived, thank you for showing up for work. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for being there. Thank you for still having passion enough to get back in the kitchen despite all the obstacles that are currently you're currently facing instead of turning around and doing something else, which is fine. A good many in the food industry did that when all the restaurants closed down at the first lockdown, so... I mean, sticking it out. Major, major props. And massive gratitude. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's rough. It's reaching a boiling point with um, labor shortages and inventory shortages, all the all supplies that you would need to run a restaurant, never mind all the other crap that's been rammed down your throat. I, I don't blame you if you feel overwhelmed and stressed out and overworked and burnt out, but I am begging you, please don't do something you can't take back. Whoever you are listening to this, you deserve to see the light at the end of the tunnel whenever that light gets here. Please stick around for it. Please don't quit. Please, please, please don't quit. Alright, so, as I said before, today's lesson is supposed to be practice gratitude. And we start off with a short quote from Lynn Twist, author co-founder of the Pacamama Alliance and founder of the Soul of Money Institute. The quote is, what you appreciate, appreciates. So, in regards to money, what she means by that, all right, appreciation in money terms is growth. Your money, when your money appreciates, that means your money is growing, absent of you putting more money in. It's appreciating without your, without your extra input. Um, so let's say you put money in a stock, and the stock goes up. Your money has now appreciated in value. Okay? So when she says what you appreciate appreciates, what you find to appreciate in your life, using the other meaning of that term, ver um, like showing care, concern, and, and thanks and gratitude for that what's in your life. So what you show thanks and gratitude for grows. She just put it in a much simpler term, but you had to understand the money lingo, and if you didn't know that, that's I wanted to put that in there. <clears throat> the more you're grateful for what's already in your life, the more things will come to you to be grateful for. Right, we've done that. We've done that so many times. Alright. Hold on a second. Okay, sorry about that. Interruptions and whatnot, but I'm back. Ah, uh, okay, where was I? <clears throat> so the more you're grateful for what's already in your life, the more things you'll come to be grateful for. So we went over that in much greater detail when we went over Rhonda Burns' The Magic, which, as I've stated before, and you can go back and look it up, is basically a 28-day... I added a bonus day. Uh, gratitude challenge. 
gratitude being one of the highest vibrations that you can um, sit in when you're visualizing and if you can manage to get the actual feeling of gratitude like I like to use uh, really powerful stories when doing that because the more powerful that you can feel the gratitude the better off you are and so I like using Mr. Dooley's I also use the uh, um, uh, the the I don't want to call it an analogy or a metaphor I'll just go with you with visualization like pretend that you were a homeless person and you were handed a key to a completely furnished apartment paid for for a year and it came with a job so not only did you have a brand new apartment but you had a job that you could now afford to pay it with that level of gratitude um, going back to Mr. Dooley he had a fantastic visualization uh, that made it even simpler um, and his was uh, visualize yourself imagine you have just hung up on a phone call you know just finished a phone call um, that what that gave you life changing news life changing and what would you feel how would you react what what would be the first things that you would do after receiving such a phone call right this is life changing beneficially life changing news what would you do how would you react so <clears throat> i like to use really really powerful motivating stories like that because the the more powerful you can feel that emotion and the longer you can stay there is the more you're going to draw to you more scenarios that will cause you to feel that emotion okay so the more you're grateful for what's already in your life is the more things will come to you to be grateful for it sounds simple but it's powerful so continuing <clears throat> simply put the more grateful you are and the more you take the time to appreciate your life the more life will give you to be grateful for you've probably heard of this concept before but have you actually put it into practice the positive energy that you put forth when you're grateful helps bring more things in your life to be grateful for in fact a recent three-year study by the University of California found that people who practiced gratitude on a regular basis had stronger immune systems, lower blood pressure, were more positive, happy, and optimistic, and felt connected to a greater universe. Now there's a study that did not make it into Mitch Horowitz's Miracle Club. I wonder when this book was... When, was, when did this book come out? When did the book come out? I'm going back and looking. Come on, where is it? Oh. I went to go back and Come on, it's gotta be here somewhere. How odd. Oh, so there it is. 2017. So, if that was 2017, and Mr. Horowitz's book came out in 2019, I'm surprised that study didn't make it in. Especially since he was, he spent an entire chapter divulging the ridicule that New Thought Movement receives from so many places. I would have thought he would have included something that would have proved the positivity of gratitude 
especially since he highlighted one particular uh, antagonist that thought people who practiced gratitude were um, ignoring reality and she had nothing but criticisms and contempt for those people. So to have a, and I, I gotta go find that now, to have a study that would support gratitude being practiced on a regular basis as also influencing your biology, I would think that would have been a left in. So I'm gonna have to go find that. <clears throat> Continuing. While you can't always control your outer circumstances, you can control your reaction. You get to choose what you focus on in your life. By practicing gratitude, you begin to filter out the negativity and shine a light on all the good things that are occurring. And when you consciously count your blessings, you begin to notice all the good things throughout your life. That's how gratitude expands. It's almost as if your mind has a focus lens that searches out the good and zooms in on it. Now, of course, we've been over and over this why it does that. Um, <clears throat> it's, yeah. It's not that your action of practicing gratitude automatically filters out the negativity. It's, as we've said before, you're activating your reticular activating system. Uh, you're, you're, you're reprogramming your focus your, your, by your consistent focus on gratitude you are then instructing your subconscious, no, this is what I want to focus on now. And so you'll not only start noticing more things, you'll start drawing more things to you to be grateful for. And you will notice uh, things that used to anger you, you'll start to have a different view of. And we used the, um, the example yesterday, like even your trip to work, all the things that used to frustrate you you start to look at it when you change your perspective of, oh, oh maybe I'm missing that meeting, meeting this morning. Thank you, awkward construction zone that's made me 15 minutes late to work. All right. Driving in the car, you know, you can turn it into a learning session. Maybe you start to love your long drive to work as just some alone time. And if you do that, you'll actually notice that the time passes a lot quicker and you'll be less stressed. So, we, scientifically, we know why it happens, but as you stay and or train yourself to focus more in that particular vibrationary state, because you're staying in that vibration, you are now attracting more things to you on that vibration. So not only are you noticing more, you're attracting more, and of course, we've said this in a couple of previous lessons, it starts this beautiful upward spiral instead of a downward spiral. Okay, you're, you're just reprogramming your focus. It takes persistence, it takes patience. All right, you have to keep it up and eventually it will shift. Um, all right, continuing. If you're in a tough spot right now and you find it hard to name even one thing you're grateful for, remember that even the little things count. 
Like the person who held the door for you. The checkout person who rang out your groceries. The roof over your head, wherever it may be. Having the beautiful opportunity to exist in this lifetime. Your parents or whoever raised you. The meal you ate. The farmers who helped harvest your food. The breath you just took. And of course you can, and these are just some suggestions, but I mean, let's, if you're finding it hard to find something to be grateful for, wherever it is that you're sitting, look around. I'm grateful for the chair, uh, the chair or the couch or the bed that I am sitting on. I am grateful for the sheets and the pillows on that bed that allow me to sleep in comfort. I am grateful for the roof over my head that keeps me dry while I am sleeping. I'm grateful for the clothes that I am wearing because it means that I am not naked. I am grateful for the electricity and my ability to pay for that electricity so that I am warm within the room that I am sitting in. All right? If you're having an issue finding something to be grateful for, just take your current whatever you're surrounded by and start breaking it down bit by bit. I am grateful to be alive, to be here, reading this book, listening to this, whatever it is right now. Hopefully you're listening to me right now, but you get the point. Alright, I'm grateful to have had the money to purchase this book. I'm grateful to have the phone and the money to purchase the phone that I'm now recording this on. Okay, once you start going, you can find all sorts of different things. And the, the more you can really, really feel that gratitude, the better off you are. When you are able to see how much you're supported right now, even if you don't already have everything you want, you renew your faith in the universe that you're always supported no matter what. And you enhance your ability to manifest your dreams. So, how to apply it. Every night before you go to bed, take out your manifestation journal and write down three things that you're grateful for. This alone will make a huge difference in your life. You'll, you might find that you'll want to write down even more things, and that's great. Keep going. Soon you'll have a lot to write about. I tend to write pages of gratitude, and then watch your gratitude expand. So the advanced manifesting tip for this one, she says she got this from one of her mentors, Peggy McCall. Write down things you want to manifest in your list of gratitudes for the day so that you're grateful for them in advance of them even happening. This way you're using positive expectation in your gratitude practice. It helps you draw in the experiences you crave because you're already feeling grateful for them. So that is going back to visualizing from the end result, expecting from the end result, being grateful from the end result. Uh, we went over that in Mr. Dooley's Infinite Possibilities. And that is a common, common exercise from all, you know, a lot of the guys do it. Alright, the, there were a couple of uh, extrapolated out exercises from uh, Infinite Possibilities Manifesting Change and uh, one of those was writing yourself a letter from the perspective of all the things that you wanted to come true, having already come true. Um, if you... Um, what was that? What was that Manifesting Change? Basically, you, you just... 
I can't extrapolate that any further. It's just the, that's the exercise. Lots of people do it. Lots of people swear by it. Um, you just write down whatever it is you want to manifest. I, you know, you don't have the new car. Thank you so much for this brand new car. It's fantastic. I'm so grateful for my brand new car. I'm so grateful for my brand new house. I'm so grateful for that job interview for the dream job I've been hoping for, wishing for, praying for. Thank you so much. It's everything I wanted. Okay. It may feel a little silly at first, but it doesn't the more you do it. And by wrapping it into the gratitude or the things that you're already grateful for that currently exist, Gosh, damn it, no, there was a specific person. Maybe that was during the um, the magic. Actually, I'm gonna take that. I think it was during the magic. There was this included in Rhonda Burns' The Magic, her 28-day gratitude challenge. It's, you know, it is a tried and true, as much as it comes, method for helping to advance manifestations into your life because you're adding that extra layer of gratitude to it and that's all today so this to me sounds just very similar to yesterday it's almost too similar and remember when i said yesterday um right yesterday she was saying what's new and good you know it's it's all different shades of gratitude it really is. So, I mean, ironically enough, this particular lesson actually held to what it said it was going to do. Practice gratitude. But it's so similar to the last lesson. It's almost redundant. It, it, it varies slightly, but it's almost redundant. God, I, I, I just wish she'd gone back over that and made it... What's the word I'm searching for? Impactful? Yes, that's the word I'm searching for. Uh, that, that's not the word I'm searching for, it's a, it's a word that, uh, that works. I wish she'd gone back and made it more impactful and more connected. Because this, this lesson's fine. This is exactly the lesson that it should be. But I feel like she's just repeated herself. So tomorrow's is pay attention to your language. Um, and we've been over that before, right? The language that we tell ourselves. Careful what you say to yourself because you are listening and you are lessened by your own words when you're telling yourself bad words, bad things, and you're getting down on yourself. And that's what creates a downward spiral. So, short and sweet today. Um, right? It's a very, very good practice to get in the habit of writing down things you're grateful for. And we've been over the reasons why. But one of the most important is because if you don't do it deliberately, your mind will automatically file it away under the stuff you do every day and it stops being the miracle. It stops being the magic. All right, because you get used to it. All right, take the, take for example, the first time you moved into your very first apartment. Woohoo, freedom, right? 
everything in the apartment you were grateful for. I can get up and be naked if I want to. I can go eat cereal at any time of the day if I want to. I can have a beer in the morning if I want to. Yeah! Right? You had fun show um, decorating it and putting furniture in it and buying all the new stuff for it. And now? Alright, what? Three months on? Five months on? You're no longer overjoyed when you walk in the door. Right? It doesn't feel the same. And yet, the apartment didn't change. Did it? It stopped becoming... It stopped being magical because you got used to it. And the reality is that you do that with everything. From a new car, to a new job, to a new apartment, to a new home, to a new whatever it is. There comes a point where you go from, oh, it's awesome, this is new, to I'm used to it now. In order to cultivate that level of gratitude, you have to be deliberate in its application. Or the mind will dutifully do what it always does and operate the computer that is your mind effectively and efficiently. And in order to clear up as much processing power for your day-to-day -day activities, it has to file things away in different sections to maximize that efficiency. So, I mean, like I said, you can, you can start with three. Find just three. I'm grateful I'm breathing. I'm grateful I'm walking upright. I'm grateful that I can see. I'm grateful that I can use both of my hands. And I have dexterity. Alright. I'm grateful that I have all of my limbs. There is always something to be grateful for. Always. And once you find one thing, you can find more things. If you're in the depths of problems, and it's difficult for you to see the light, that's a fantastic exercise, even though you might feel there's nothing much to be grateful for. Once you start finding things, your heart rate actually starts to go back down. Your stress levels start to go back down. Your biology reacts positively once you start expressing gratitude. Okay? You have a positive biological reaction when you start expressing gratitude. That alone is a fantastic indicator of just how powerful your mind is over your biological state. Okay? So... That's your, that's your lesson for the night. It's gratitude. Um, you know, but take it with some reverence. All right, one thing that I have noticed, and this is one of the reasons why religion is so adamant about their, you know, religious ceremonies, is that ceremony is another method of habit. When you create a little ceremony for yourself, it creates a little sacred space. It adds importance. And dare I say, it adds a tad bit of holiness. 
where maybe you hadn't found any before. So before when before before we started packing up everything, I had my own little nighttime ritual that I would do and I would go light myself a candle and I would light some incense. I would think um, of all the things during the day to be grateful for and I'd write them down in my journal. Um, and I would just, one of the other things I would do, this is a bonus exercise for the day, is I would take all of the frustrating incidents during the day, all the times where I got frustrated, and I would rerun them in my head as if they had gone in the most ideal manner possible. So what does that look like? Let's say you got called into your boss's office today and he chewed you out. So if you were to go home, and this of course is just an example, if you were to go home that night and rerun it in your head as maybe your boss gave you a raise, maybe your boss called you into his office to congratulate you on a job well done and invite you to do you know, another project where you'd be the lead, whatever that looks like to you. And you can take that example and apply it to other things. What you're doing is you're giving yourself a more satisfying ending, you'll actually sleep better. Don't have to believe me, I dare you to go do it yourself. Absolutely fantastic. So, that's where we're at today. So go ahead and do a little wiggle, and get a little stretch, and we will do our two minute brain break. Alrighty. Go ahead and close your eyes. And let's take another, ooh, excuse me. Let's take a nice, slow, deep breath in. Take another nice, slow, deep breath in. Just let your awareness settle into the space. And just let the music carry you away today. Just enjoy the moment.
Alrighty. So, like I said, a little little quicker today. Easy stuff. Um, if you want a more in-depth gratitude expression, uh, you can go back on this podcast um, and go back until you find uh, the magic and um, just go from there. It's quite early on. I want to say it's within. I, it has to be within the first hundred episodes. It has to be within the first hundred episodes. So you can go back and find it if you like. You don't have to. But if you want a more in-depth gratitude um, approach, some fantastic ideas were found in there. So enjoy the rest of your evening. I'm sure you'll find many things to be grateful for. I know I do. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for your patience throughout all of this. I hope to have an office. um, Office I can go back to prepping to my own thing before the end of the year. So fingers crossed, that's going to be my Christmas present. So have a fantastic rest of your evening. This is the podcast, Sassafras. Good night.